You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing great. We're recording this on a Friday morning, so it's the weekend. Weekend, do what you want to do. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great song, and I hear it all the time on the Sirius 70s. Uh, I dig it. Um, okay, so Mobile. Jimmy. Do you know that? They were from Mobile. The band that sings that, yeah, the band that sings that. They're called Wet Willie. It was a one-hit wonder nationally, and they're still sort of a thing in Mobile. But, uh, yeah, Wet Willie. And a dude named Jimmy Hall wrote and sings that song, and he still does a few shows around town. Yeah. I wonder what his royalties are for that song. You, I, that's a great question. Um, I, I know a little bit about this because my brother is in the music industry. Every time the song plays, assuming he owns the publishing rights, see, that's the thing. Who owns the publishing rights to the song? But if Wet Willie and Jimmy Hall own the publishing rights to that song, then basically he gets like a half a cent every time it's played on any radio station in the world or on a TV show or in a commercial. I mean, or that could be even more money, but basically just sticking by the radio. Every time it's played on a radio station anywhere, it's like half a cent. And you think, well, that's not very much. Well, there's a lot of radio stations and, and a lot of satellite radio stations. And yeah, it can add up. Well, my question is, who keeps track of that? It's a, uh, there's two different groups. I think it's ASCAP and BMI. They are the people that keep up with that. So if you like have a radio station, you play songs, you have to have a contract with ASCAP. Uh, and... And, and basically, they're, they're the ones that keep all the information and distribute the money. Welcome yep. into royalties and publishing rights. Locked on. <laughs> uh, I had a brief. I had a brief. It's kind of funny. Uh, I had an extremely brief, frustrating career as a music agent. When, no, my brother was a music producer. So for a few months of my life, I'm like, hey, if my brother's a music producer, it sure would be fun as a lawyer to represent an act. So I asked my brother, I'm like, Hey, if I represented an act, you could produce it and you could get the record deal. He's like, well, if they're good. So I spent like yeah. a few months learning the music industry and, and looking for acts and, and uh, yeah, it, did, it didn't work out, but I did learn quite a bit about the music industry in a few months. Uh, yeah. I can imagine that it didn't work out for you because that didn't work out. everybody that came in, you're like, Hey, do you know, Yay Alabama? <laughs> that Grammar, was part of it. That was part of the reason, but, but in, in true lawyer form, I blame all of the failures on my brother. So <laughs> that's not, that's not a bad way to go. That's, I do the same thing with my brother. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, when in doubt, Austin. Like way to go, um, way to go, bro. Yeah. Yep. No, my brother's actually, uh, he's actually, he's awesome. He's a, he's awesome. He's a much better, he's a much better person than me. Well, let's not set the bar too low, Jimmy. Exactly. I did. I did do um, that. I did say he's better. All right, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to get that bet in. Look, I know you've got jonesing. I know. What the hell? I know you're jonesing for a bet is what I should have said. Jonesing for a bet. And look, 
Go to betonline.ag where it's easy to pay in, even easier to get paid. Use the promo code locked on and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Free cash. Go to betonline.ag. So easy to navigate this site. Play poker. Bet on reality TV. Bet on Major League Baseball. Bet on reality TV. Bet on NBA. Bet on reality TV. Bet on whatever you want to bet on at betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. Get that 50% welcome bonus. You will be thrilled that you did because, look, NBA playoffs are heating up. Uh, Major League Baseball is going on, and nobody knows what the hell is going on with Major League Baseball. It's so funny to me. Everybody's fired up about the Braves. They're four games out of first and three games under 500. It makes me just crazy thinking about the MLB. But anywho, um, go to betonline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Also, want to tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go to get those delicious, nutritious health bars. And when I say health bars, this doesn't taste like cardboard, people. This tastes like if ambrosia and good ambrosia. <laughs> the nectar of is the Is that gods. whale vomit? No. What? Ambrosia. What's whale is, vomit? What do you mean, what is whale vomit? No, there's a word that starts with the letter A that is literally whale vomit and whale vomit is a thing for some reason a b o r no we can google whale vomit it's a and it's like valuable or something i i'm not so sure that the good people at built bar are going to appreciate your uh bringing that up <laughs> in the middle of this live read but so be it i'm not editing it out hey, and i think every part- bar we Every built bar we have ever been sent is delicious. If they sent me a built bar called whale vomit, I'm freaking eating eat it, it right then and there. It's, it's and I'll good. expect it to be good. I'll expect it I'm to be good. You, Bill, All the- Jimmy, I eat one about every day. I have one meal substitute with them every day. They're delicious. They're unbelievable. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15. Get that 15% discount. 15% discount using LOCKEDON15 at builtbar.com. Covered in chocolate or white chocolate. They got cheesecake and all these other funky flavors, like over 20 flavors. They're all delicious. You can't go wrong. Go to builtbar.com. Try promo code locked on 15. All right, Jimmy. Um, we're going to just sort of zoom through this podcast day because we're late getting it out. We had bad audio, so we had to redo it. But one thing that you're going to start doing, and I'll start doing it with you as best I can. You are reviewing the entire 2020 season and you started out with Missouri last night. So uh, yep. how'd it go? Oh, uh, we won. Alabama wins 38. Oh, good. <laughs> or 38, uh, 30, 30, 39, 30, nah, 38, 13. I don't know. Gosh, I probably watched it till 11 o'clock. Um, here's the deal. Um, several things came to mind watching it. And I do watch in chronological order so you can kind of see the season play out. Now it's game one. So, so I'll watch game two next week. But here's one thing to keep in mind because – we're going to be talking about it all summer. The first game is the one we talk about the most because we talk about it for literally eight months. I mean, for eight months, we discuss game one. It is the most anticipated game of the year, literally, you know, except for maybe a, a championship game at the end or something. And here, here's the thing about game one. And it's so true, not every season, but in like 90% of seasons. Game one looks totally different than all the other games. You play the game plays, you become a different team over the course of the season. And game one actually answers the least amount of questions of any game all year long. And frankly, I didn't think we played very well. 
Yeah, I didn't think we played very well either. Um, as you mentioned, you were sort of live texting it. Um, like, I think on the first drive, didn't we go three and out? Yeah, the very first drive, we go three and out, and Mac throws two incompletions, and I tweeted – as a joke, but totally serious. Is that the low point of the season offensively? I mean, a, a three and out with two incompletions. Did that happen the rest of the year at any point? So that's just funny. And, and, and I tell you, one of the and one of the incompletions was arguably a drop by Devontae. Now, it was a really tough catch, and it wasn't a great thrown ball, and Missouri had it covered, and expecting Devontae to catch that ball might be a little much to call it a drop. But based on the way Devontae played over most of the season, that was a drop for Devontae. Um, and so, yeah, that first series was was crazy. In the first half, we played pretty well offensively. But, you know, there was that three and out. We punted one other time. So we only punted twice and didn't turn the ball over. Uh, we also had a good mix of – there was some explosive plays, some, and that, that led to scores – uh, but there was also length of the field marches uh, that, that were, were sort of driven by Najee, uh, and the offensive line did really well in the first half. So I, I think in the first half, I would give Alabama an A- minus, uh, and, and defensively an A as well, because while Missouri moved the ball here and there, uh, Missouri only had three points at the half. They, 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 it, it wasn't a th- what, We weren't annihilating them. But, but we were winning easily. The game was not close in the first half. But then what, what leaves kind of the bad taste in your mouth is, I would argue, Luke, that offensively and defensively, the second half of Missouri was probably as poorly as we played all season. The offense only mustered about 10 points, if that, the entire half. Didn't move the ball well. Several bad plays. The offensive line, which was dominant in the first half, there were some whiffs. I mean, I hate calling out kids. I don't mean that. It's just one play. But, but Cornbread uh, completely whiffed on a block that blew up a reverse, and, and Devontae was thrown for like a 17-yard loss. That's a drive killer, and, and Cornbread missed that. And then late in the game, Bryce Young got murdered and fumbled the ball, and it was Landon that, that missed that block. And, you know, you're talking about guys that that could have been the only missed blocks all season long, you know, for those guys. Uh, but – it was not a pretty half in the second half on offense. And defensively, we did give up. They drove the ball the length of the field two or three times. And, and two of those drives specifically were against all first-teamers for Alabama. So it wasn't like it was garbage time when we put in all the young kids. That was the defense out there. Now they were probably a little tired and the game was over. So I'm not upset. I'm just pointing out that I think the second half against Missouri may have been the worst played half of football all year long. Uh, I'm anxious to see as we go through the season, if I felt there was a time now defensively, I know we play Ole Miss next and I'm going to be ranting. I I threw up in my mouth about 14 times uh, because of the defense that night. So I'm sure I'll be ranting a little bit about the defense next week. Yeah. I mean, that, that game, the Ole Miss game did give put the fear of God in folks, but it's funny because you hear so many times uh, when people are thinking about the 2020 Alabama season, they love to say, well, you know, Ole Miss, uh, that Alabama's lucky to get out of there. I mean, we did win by what, 16? I mean, yeah, I think and, we won by two scores. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a tight game to an extent, 
but and and I know we had trouble stopping them, but they had no chance of stopping us. That's right. We None. scored a touchdown on every possession until three in the morning. I mean, they, they yeah. were never stopping us. We 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 did stop them somewhat. We were a little bit more of a bump in the road. You know, we were at least a bump in the road on defense. They were right. they were just smooth highway. We we could do what we want, running or throwing. And uh, and again, I'll watch it more in detail next week. And, and and sometimes you're able to see things better when the emotions taken out of it, and you're just kind of analyzing it because you know it all turns out fine in the end. But you know what upsets me about sometimes we have fans that are too hard on the team, and some people think we're too hard on the team, which is you know I think we try we try to be very even killed, but but we do have fans that are too hard on the team, but we also have fans that are you know, like excuse makers, they, they always have an excuse for why we weren't perfect. Like if you say we played horrible defensively, then the excuse maker says, yeah, but Ole Miss is really good on offense. Right. Or, you, you know, there's always some excuse. But the fact of the matter is this. If you're at Alabama, our defense, maybe we're not going to be 2011. Maybe we're not going to be 2016 Alabama. Maybe those days at Alabama are gone for now and we're winning games differently. But I still think Alabama should be better on defense than most of the teams in the SEC. And Ole Miss, I believe, we're going to find out, Ole Miss scored more points and had more offensive yards against Alabama than they did most of their opponents. So we didn't play good on defense at all in that game. Yes, Ole Miss is explosive. Yes, Lane is smart. Yes, Matt Corral's a good player. But we shouldn't have given up that. And I assure you, Nick Saban agrees with me. All right, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have the final segment of the show. All right, Jimmy, a little funny story yesterday. Um, The good folks at WNSP had me on the radio at 5 o'clock. Just, uh, you know, as a representative of Locked On Bama, appreciated that. And – it was funny because I was expecting to do recruiting and talk football and transfer portal and, you know, maybe a little basketball or whatever. And they threw three baseball questions at me. And if you know me, you know, I don't dig baseball. I mean, it's just not my thing. I mean, I'm, you know, I will watch Alabama play, but I can't name a player. I can't name somebody on the team right now. I mean, I will watch them play and I'm, I'll pull for them and whatever, but that's not my bag. That's just not my thing. And, um, Woo, man, I was struggling. I was like, these guys will never ask me back. And in fact, <laughs> he, the, the third question, the third question, the guy said, okay, so Luke, what can you tell us about the rotation this weekend? I said, guys, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Um, I thought we were going to talk recruiting and football this whole time. I had no <laughs> idea. <who> I <laughs> and, and he was like, okay, well, I don't know who it is either. So it's all good. And um, so, but I mean, I thought, you know, dude, we are like a 500 baseball team. Whoa. We're not bad. We're not great. And I basically just, that's what I did was go off on a rant about how, look, Alabama baseball is never going to be that great until we get some kind of lottery or they even up the, the scholarship situation some other way uh, to, to, to compete with the teams that um, have these ways of creatively getting kids into school scholarship wise that we can't do. I mean, it's just not going to, we're right. not going to be super competitive. So 
I mean, yeah, we can talk about it. I mean, it's fine. I mean, but do I think we're going to win the SEC West in the near future? Hell no. Do I think we're going to be in the College World Series? I mean, I guess anybody could get lucky and do it, but do I think we could win it if we got there? Hell no. So, I mean, and, and I'm not mad about it. I mean, this is one of those limitations we have. Um, I mean, there's nobody to be mad at. I mean, you can be mad at the, the legislature for not allowing – uh, a lottery to take place or something like that. But uh, in the end, it is what it is. And I know Auburn went to the college world series a few years ago without, you know, with the same limitations, but they, they also got put out immediately because you need um, super talented guys and you can't get super talented guys offering them 0.2 of a scholarship. You're exactly right. You said you didn't know much about it, but you summed it up there very well. I, you know, my, my feelings are the same. Alabama, it's crazy to be upset at Alabama's lack of success for two reasons. We're disadvantaged because of the rules. We are. That's just a flat-out statement of fact that anyone that knows college baseball will tell you or admit. Uh, based on where several teams are in our league, like LSU and Georgia and Vanderbilt in particular, has by far the biggest advantage. I can explain it in detail if people want to hear, but Vanderbilt has a massive advantage. Uh, over everyone else, which explains where they are. They also have the best coach maybe in college baseball in Tim Corbin. But uh, Alabama is disadvantaged by the rules. So you will never hear me upset at Alabama baseball uh, or hardly ever upset because it's not a level playing field and, and, and they're doing all they can to make up that ground. Now, secondly, now I do believe this, at times, at times, uh, we should be better than we are. We, I mean, we should, uh, I get, okay, well, we're not going to be awesome, but we should be better than this. And I, I've agreed with that statement several times, but to this point in Brad Bohannon's tenure, I'm, I'm very pleased with Coach Bo. I think he's done a good job of improving the program. Hey, throw in the fact that we play in the hardest division and the hardest conference in the country. It's more, it's more difficult to win in SEC baseball than it even is in football. Frankly, baseball is more dominant nationally than even the football. So uh, it's it's brutally tough. Now throw in this year, they asked you about the starting pitching because you can't win without starting pitching, and Alabama's had horrible injury luck with the starting rotation all year long. Alabama has an ace, number one shutdown pitcher, Connor Prelip, and he's been hurt and gone for really the whole year. He's just now getting back. He's still banged up. And then – you get pretty good performances consistently out of Dylan Smith and Tyler Ross. Uh, and and now they're hurt and it, it, it's just impossible. And then you play in this impossible league. So I, I'm never, I'm not, I'm not upset about Alabama baseball at all. They're doing the best they can. They have bad injury luck. And like you said, the, the, the playing field is not level in baseball because of the rules. And until they change the rules and I doubt they will, because it's a non-revenue sport, so people don't really care with their money, uh, then then really it's not going to change. Uh, you're absolutely right, and uh, something does need to change. Me, the softball team, um, yes. they move on, and uh, Tennessee upset Arkansas. So I mean, hey, I guess that's good for Alabama. I, you know, I, I kind of want. I guess you want the easiest path, right? I mean, I'd, it'd be kind of cool to play Arkansas. We did beat them two out of three there, but um, we do play Tennessee and. You know, the softball team's really coming around right now. They're they're hitting their stride at the right time of the year. So excited to see how they do against Tennessee today. Yeah, Jimmy, that's going to wrap up. Two best pitchers in the SEC. 
tonight. Uh, for Friday, the Friday night game, um, Montana Fouts for Alabama and Ashley Rogers for Tennessee. These are the two best pitchers in the SEC. It's going to be an awesome Friday night softball game, win or lose. Uh, and if you don't normally watch softball, I'd encourage you to watch at least one game and, and watch Montana Fouts and Ashley Rogers. And I don't care if you're one of those guys who says, you know, I don't really care much for, 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 for lady sports. Uh, okay. But, but watch tonight. If, if you watch tonight and you're not impressed, then, then whatever impresses you. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, look, softball is a lot of fun to watch to me. But, Jimmy, that's yeah. going to wrap us up today. We will be back on Monday with another pod. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.